Fred Durst? He's like Iggy. Oh, I, I, you, you are sorely mistaken. I, I, I... Play something from uh, $3 Bill, y'all. What is that? That's the, uh, the landmark Limp Biscuit album. Uh, Limp Biscuit? Oh, my God. I mean, they, they... Wait, you don't agree that those are the most crucial grooves you've heard since Funkadelic? Uh, what, Limp Biscuit grooves? Yeah, absolutely. It's I like know. the ultimate cross between between Funkadelic and Rob Tyner. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't agree at all. Oh, y- you do not deserve a radio show. CITR 101.9 FM, your crucial groove station. It's just a lot of BS.
Welcome and good evening to another installment of Stereoscopic Readout, your source for vintage and current psychedelic music, uh, garage rock, freak beat, progressive rock, and other um, musical and socially relevant artifacts from the 60s and today. Um, And I'm your host, Darren. You're listening to 101.9 FM CITR in Vancouver, uh, 101.9 FM Cable, and 
you can listen live at www.citr.ca. There is a streaming audio service. Um, anyway, here we are, uh, 13th of December, this Thursday night. It is 15 minutes after 6. Um, a pretty eventful week in the world of uh, musicians passing on uh, last Friday we lost uh, Karl Heinz Stockhausen, uh, which I believe Luke Meat did a little bit of a tribute on a noise on Wednesday for him. And I know that um, uh, Breakfast with the Browns had, had something to say about that as well. But uh, yeah, if if there was one guy who kind of um, had a lasting Im- effect on psychedelic music in the 60s or bands that were in the know, um, with you know the avant-garde um, and two bands spring to mind, which I'm going to talk about in a minute: uh, the Beatles and the Grateful Dead. Uh, Stockhausen, obviously best known for his compositions such as uh, "Contact" and uh, "Gesang der Jungliga." I, I'm hoping I'm pronouncing that right. Um, he did influence um, the Beatles in as much as Paul McCartney was very. Um, had a presence in the London sort of underground music scene and you know, the avant-garde scene. He was involved with the Indica Bookshop and he was involved with uh, a number of avant-garde artists um, and as early as 66. And there is a recording out there. I'm assuming it's still out there. Uh, the Beatles did get together while they were recording the Penny Lane, um, Strawberry Fields Forever single and did a knockoff soundtrack to a multimedia happening at the Roundhouse, which I believe happened in December of 1966. Um, I certainly have not heard that track, uh, but what from what I've read, it, it does resemble some of the freakout sections on the appropriately titled Freakout album by Frank Zappa and the Mothers of Invention. Um, of course, uh, Stockhausen's most... Say, or like obvious influence on the Beatles was uh, John Lennon's composition Revolution 9 um, which is available as you know on the White Album uh, but I'm not going to be playing that today I'm going to be playing a couple of other things or something which was probably influenced by Stockhausen um, the other death we had in the music industry occurred yesterday and that of course was Ike Turner um, dying at the age of 76 Um Obviously, one of the most controversial figures in rock history. Um, He started to, I think he's right. I mean, obviously, he's got, everybody remembers him as being the horrifically abusive husband of Tina Turner. Um, uh, His his reputation, though, in recent years had started to be rehabilitated, as it were, uh, starting with uh, some of the newer indie bands at the time were starting to... um, pay more attention to his music i know that boss hog did a uh, an ike and tina turner cover uh and i believe in uh, 2000 or 2001 i believe it was the uh, rock and roll hall of fame had a symposium where they attributed ike turner's composition rocket 88 as officially quote unquote because there's going to be some disagreement over this there always is but as officially being the first rock and roll tune ever recorded um I don't, unfortunately, have anything uh, relevant uh, to play by Ike and Tina Turner. However, if you really want to um, experience what they were all about, um, you can go out and rent Gimme Shelter, the uh, Stones DVD, um, recounting their 1969 American tour, which ended at Altamont. Um, But there is, I, I would say that 
the uh, Ike and Tina Turner's performance on that DVD of um, I've Been Loving You Too Long is probably the most intense live performance I've ever seen. Um, I mean, seen on tape. I wasn't alive when it happened. But uh, getting back to Stockhausen, um, the other band that was very influenced by Stockhausen was surprisingly The Grateful Dead. Um, if you're familiar with their second album, Anthem of the Sun, the first track, the first the 12 minute track, which leads the album off, um, that's it for the other one. It is sort of a it's it's almost a sound collage in and of itself. Well, it is a sound collage in as much as it does uh, incorporate studio elements, which then are cross-faded into samples of live tracks from uh, up and down the West Coast in 1967 and 68. And um, there was a documentary on The Grateful Dead that I saw where Phil Lesh was recounting mixing the album and sort of playing it through like an electronic composition. And he did mention Stockhausen by name as an influence or as an inspiration for that, um, I do have some Grateful Dead coming up. It will not be. Um, it will not be. That's it for the other one. But uh, in the meantime, we're starting things off here. Uh, this is from Boston, Massachusetts. Obviously, the Flat Earth Society and a track called Satori. Thank you. 
Two songs by the Black Lips there for you um, from their sorry from their album Good Bad Not Evil. You heard Slime and Oxygen, and that last one was I Saw a Ghost. Um, I actually forgot to tell you what the songs I played since the start of the set were, but uh, or the start of the evening. The last uh, set you heard started with Flat Earth Society and Satori, and uh, wedged in there was Grateful Dead from their 1969 album Aoxomoxoa. And Rosemary, um, off the top this evening, you heard from the Gambia in Africa from 1974, the Super Eagles with Love's a Real Thing. And that is from a compilation I picked up called Love's a Real Thing, the funky, fuzzy sounds of West Africa. And you'll be hearing a little bit more from that album um, later on this evening uh, before the show ends. Uh, but so, some good stuff on that. Um Followed that with uh, The Daughters of Eve out of Chicago, recorded in 1966. Hey, Lover, uh, not obviously a psychedelic track, nor with a certain amount of any garage punk fuzz snotty sound to it, but uh, I really, really like that track quite a lot. Um, it's got a certain verve to it, I think. Um, of course, 
if you're nonplussed that it wasn't psychedelic or garage, I took the curse off that by playing some Velvet Underground right after that. Uh, here she comes now from White Light, White Heat. And then Nico ended the first set off with Evening of Light from her album, The Marble Index. Um, going to play some PSAs and show promos for you next. Uh, actually, I should cue something up. I'm just going to keep babbling. Uh, Coming up, we've or I'm going to um, delve into a couple of bands from um, from Eastern Canada, namely Sudbury and Toronto. Where is it? There it is. Oops, with everything promo. But uh, first, here's a here's a couple of promos for you. Sea salt, malt vinegar, newspaper wrapping. Red sauce, tartar sauce, brown sauce. Cool Britannia, Britannia, you are cool. Take a trip, prisons ever, ever, ever shall be hip, 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 hip. Chips with everything. CITR 101.9 FM's Great British Music Show. It's hot, hot, hot. You didn't say when it was, man. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> uh, alternating Sundays, 5 to 6 p.m. The very best of the very, very Britishest. <laughs> The historical conquests of Josh Ritter catches the Idaho musician in the midst of a radical transformation. Josh manages to squeeze in a few admiring words about Joan of Arc, Calamity Jane, and Florence Nightingale, as well as ladies' underwear. Don't miss the new musical trails that Josh Ritter is blazing at the Commodore Ballroom, Saturday, February 23rd. Presented by Live Nation and with special guest M. Griner. Tickets available now at all Ticketmaster outlets or by phone 604-280-4444. That ship out there will be smashed to bits. Use your emergency equipment. It won't work. Nothing works. It's got to. It's no use. Everything seems to be stuck. My life's worth a try anyway. Come on, fellas. You can make it. Just listen to this. Spider-Man saves Freighter. You can't tell me the captain couldn't have brought his ship in without the help of that publicity-seeking show-off, Spider-Man. Don't get caught wasting power. Unplug cell phone, camera, and other battery chargers when charging is complete. Many electronic devices continue to use power even when you are not operating them. The amount of energy consumed by electronics in a year when they were not in use could power Whistler Blackcomb Resorts for 43 years. This Power Smart Play brought to you by BC Hydro Power Smart and CITR 101.9 FM. And I would cry 
sometimes in the springtime I'll find you standing there away from the singing birds but I won't stay back on 101.9 FM in Vancouver CITR UBC campus radio you're listening to stereoscopic readout and I'm your host Darren um you got about 45 more minutes and then Bleak is in with exquisite corpse uh and then 9 p.m Ben Lai comes in and hosts Thunderbird Radio or live from Thunderbird Radio Hell Cliff is in at 11 with laugh tracks and then midnight 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 JT's in with Raw Radio, but for the next 45 minutes you've got me. Uh, that was a brief set of um, basically two bands that were essentially the same band. Started that with Sudbury's Inferno 5 Plus 1 from 1966 and uh, their single I Can Take It. Um, 
1967, they parted company with their lead guitarist, Lance Whitman. Uh, Whitman went on to form the Village Steps. And the rest of the band uh, moved to Toronto, uh, set up in the Yorkville Village area, which was kind of the Haight-Ashbury, 4th Avenue sort of hippie enclave of Toronto at the time and renamed themselves East African Fair. Uh, So you heard... The two sides of their 1967 single, Love and Every Th- Little Thing You Do, which was the last track you heard in that set, and before that was the B-side, uh, I Won't Stare, and uh, I think a, a brilliant um, organ sound throughout, very creepy, very psych. Um, going to be carrying on with another Toronto band called uh, The Quiet Jungle, and uh, they actually put out two singles in 1967 on the infamous Yorkville record uh, label. Um, a ship of dreams backed with everything, and was it make up your mind? Uh, one I can't remember the name, which exact track was the A side of their second single, but uh, you'll hear both sides of their first two singles anyway. Uh, this is ooh, I'm gonna cue this up. Yes, this is Ship of Dreams by the Quiet Jungle. <laughs>
FM. CITR in Vancouver, you're listening to Stereoscopic Readout, and that was a quick feature on Toronto's The Quiet Jungle and the two um, singles they released in 1967 on Yorkville. Um, You heard, uh, starting from the top, you heard the A-side of the first single, Ship of Dreams, uh, backed with the, uh, that, well, just stomping song, um, Everything. Uh, That actually charted at number one, uh, number one, sorry, number 31 on Toronto's uh, Chum... uh, radio station charts in 67 uh, the second single by um the a-side too much in love which uh you heard was the last song of that set um and it's b-side make up your mind which you heard just prior to it uh, they did not in fact chart and um uh, uh those two singles brought to you courtesy of garagehangover.com it's a great source for all kinds of obscure um garage bands they do um they do feature the occasional psychedelic uh, single, um, and uh, they do actually have a good uh, track record of uh, exposing, I think pop music from around the world would be the best uh, way to describe it. Uh, there's a lot, there's a fair number of uh, Indonesian bands and Singaporean bands represented. Uh, there's a few uh, European bands from like, say, the Czech Republic and Germany. Uh, somebody's calling right now. Uh, <laughs> the phone's ringing. Uh, if that's you, please uh, wait a moment because I can't talk to you i'm talking to the general public here um anyway carrying right along uh i promised you earlier that we were going to um carry on with the west african psych record and uh this is a band which i assume is from nigeria they don't really say but it's called uh, ofo and the black company and their track uh this is a real ripper so uh hang on to your hats folks this is Allah wakbar
Dumbia from uh, Cote d'Ivoire in West Africa with his track Kalea. Uh, from the top, you heard Ofo and the Black Company, um, possibly from Nigeria. The CD does not indicate where they're exactly from, um, with Allah Wakbar and Wedged in the Middle from Benin and also in West Africa. I'd say it's the country just next door to the west of Nigeria. TP Orchestra Polyrhythmo de Contenu with Avun Dupu Meduga. Um, three basically African bands uh, sort of uh, illustrating the influence that came back from uh, the West um, through artists such as Jimi Hendrix and obviously James Brown on uh, world music. And uh, that is sort of one of the um, one of the legacies or one of the follow-on effects of the whole, um, uh, how would one refer to it, this, the hippie era. Um, it was an increased interest in what is now termed world music. Um, Ravi Shankar obviously benefited from that. Um, from Africa, Fela Kuti and uh, Miriam Makeba obviously benefited from that. Um, but uh, kind of an interesting flow. The um, you know there there are other bands on this uh, compilation, World Psychedelic Classics Volume Three. Um, Music music went across the Atlantic um, with the slave trade and uh, certain like African chord patterns, chord progressions, keys, harmonies, melodic sort of sensibilities went with them. Um, and in certain cases, uh, for example, most obviously Cuba, uh, in the 60s, Cuba, um, Cuba being sort of used by the uh, the communist bloc as a as a sort of cultural 
uh, how does how does one put it? Sort of a sort of a culture in a cultural I wouldn't say advisory position, but sort of like a, it was it was tasked to build bridges, as it were, culturally uh, on behalf of the Eastern Bloc, and um, that sort of original African sort of music sensibility, which had gone across the Atlantic uh, for all the wrong reasons, really. Um, you know, it would have been better, obviously, if. Uh, if the people had been free to do it on their own accord, but um, it did get, you know, it did evolve um, when it met up with uh, certain, you know, European uh, musical sensibilities in Cuba, in America, evolved, grew, and then uh, was sort of shipped back to Africa in the hands of, uh, you know, Cuban music, um, James Brown, Jimi Hendrix. Uh, so the, hopefully you can, you could have heard, so you heard some of that. Definitely uh, there was... Uh, James Brown inherent in uh, Musa in Musa Dumbia's music there and uh, some Jimi Hendrix in Ofo and the Black Company's music. Anyway, we have 15 minutes left in the show. Bleak is waiting in the wings. Um, and I was going to try and do another album side for you this evening. I don't know if I'm going to get through the entire album side, but uh, from Vancouver's own Collectors, their 1968 debut album, Self-titled in Canada, but it was subtitled New Vibrations from Canada on its uh, release in the States. Um, Going to start off with What is Love? Um, get to She, Will of the Wind, Howard Christman's Older, and Lydia Purple. Probably we will not get to one-act play before the uh, show ends, but uh, I will pop in at the end to hand off to Bleak. In the meantime, this from 1968, Vancouver's Own Collectors. What love? 
Oh! 
That is Lydia Purple from The Collector's debut album. Uh, not really going to be able to get through the entire side one. I've cut Howard Christman's older um, out of the set. So what you're hearing is four-fifths of the uh, first side of their first uh, The Collector's first album. Anyway, Bleak is here. Stereos- uh, stereoscopic. Stereoscopic corpse, yes. Uh, Exquisite Corpse is up next. Um, So that's it for us this week. You're listening to Stereoscopic Readout on 101.9 FM CITR in Vancouver. And this is The Collectors and One Act Play. No, it's not important now It doesn't matter anyhow Go back to sleep now Are you sure you're warm enough? No, it's not time to get up Just go to sleep It's nothing I said nothing The same thing happens every night We go to sleep, we never fight But what is happening? What is there happening? Oh no, what have I done to you? Why do I do the things I do?
watch the tears roll down your cheeks. 